Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Well, all right. They said it couldn't be done. This is it. The Simon Says Podcast with the Get Up Show. Podcast number 20, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, made it. Man. Woo! Is this going to be the clip show where we look back at the best of our previous <laughs> yeah. episodes? No, we got to do some best ofs to look back at the best ofs. We hadn't done any best ofs yet, uh, but we're getting to them. We'll be getting to them, hopefully. That all depends because we were really on thin ice on our last podcast, but somehow we've come back. Anyway, go ahead and subscribe and like wherever you found us. Tell your friends and family and your pets. Yeah. And so Maddie has something he wanted to get onto right away. So had a conversation uh, the other night with my wife, and she was saying she was talking to a coworker, um, and that this woman's uh, significant other was allergic to tomatoes. And I know that sounds weird, but my wife was like, that would be a deal breaker for me. And yeah. I thought that was interesting. And so we started talking about it. And if you think about like the idea of relationship deal breakers and that uh-huh. where you've been kind of seeing someone for a while and something comes up and you're like, nope, that's it. Punch out. And oh. so she felt let, so let me, passionately. Let me, yeah. Can just to be clear, this guy is like so allergic to tomatoes. No pizza sauce, no spaghetti sauce, no right. anything. No tomato product at all. Seriously? Wow. How could you live like that? I nah. know salsa. I'll, I mean, all oh, that. Oh gosh. Yeah. But but is it a real allergy? Because some people say that. Like our old boss Brent didn't like to have limes and lemons in his vodka tonics and he would tell people when we would be out places he would say i'm allergic to it if you put a lemon or a lime in that i'll be flopping around in the floor dying he wasn't allergic he just didn't want it okay so do they have an actual allergy or an aversion i think i'm let's let's go on the surface of it because i don't have the actual i will say that he's actually allergic so in that case there's no way around it he's not just being a weirdo he's not tom brady who says i know i just don't eat him um Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because I was like, I can't think of. Oh, I'm sorry. I have one that actually was one for me. Uh, It wasn't food based, but it was like personality based. Mm -hmm. I dated this woman for a while and it finally got to the point where I couldn't take it anymore. She always did the baby talk thing with me. Like, What's wrong with that? What you do? What you doing? Oh, you don't know how lucky you were. You're oh. just being a jerk. You're oh. just being hard to get along <laughs> with. No, yeah. I mean you can be cute without being baby talk. That's that no. takes it too far. Oh man, nah. there is a saying I would love to say, but I can't. E- I don't even want to say it here. But let's just say 
that does not work for me. I could not. That instantly killed it for me. Really? Yeah. She. See? It just. I was like nails on chalkboard every time. I'm like, and we've had in the past. Like I've dealt with people even at the office where they kind of. There was this salesperson who used to work with us like a long time ago, and she would talk kind of like that to me. I know who you're talking about. And I was like, oh my god! It was like rage. I couldn't huh. deal with it. I don't know why it triggered well, me so hard. Interesting. Charlie, what would be or what has been a deal breaker right off the top for you? Um, the only thing that I can really think of that uh, made me just go, nope, not going out with you again, was I was dating this guy and I had fallen and sprained my wrist and he was going to come over and he was like, oh, you know, is there anything that you want? And I was like, yes, please get me some Ruffles potato chips and Dean's French onion dip. I just, that's what I wanted. It was going to make me feel better. And guy shows up with some off-brand Lay's something and a can of that stuff that's on the shelf next to the chips. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, seriously. When someone is in need of something, you get them what they want. If they ask for something, you get them what they want to make them feel better. You don't just grab some crap on your way. I, so, I love that. It had to be like, and that, you know, there is something to that because the ruffles have the ridges for a reason. Like they've, it's scientifically proven to hold so that So you can dip. pick up the dip. Exactly. And but sometimes that off brand doesn't hold. It goes beyond that. It's about detail. If you were in distress and you can't get around for yourself and he asked you straight out, what can I do to make your situation better? And you told him specifically the two things you wanted and he screwed both of them up. What's he going to do when it's a worse situation when you need him to do specific things? I think you did the right thing there. Thank you. <laughs> I, I need crutches. He comes back with, with a, a pogo stick. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, tomato allergy. Uh, one of my sweet, sweet babies, Ariana Grandy, is allergic to tomatoes. A tomato is she allergy. Really? Yeah, it can cause a skin rash, eczema or hives, abdominal cramps, nausea, vomiting or diarrhea, an itching sensation in the throat, coughing, sneezing, wheezing, or runny nose. But other than that, it's no problem, and <laughs> it's worth it to have pizza and spaghetti, clearly. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't mean to be, you know, like take somebody's allergy and be like, <laughs> but I might power through for some salsa. I love I salsa. Would. But, you know, other like deal breakers, you know, it's very hard for me to locate a deal breaker when I'm getting attention from a, a woman. Um, <laughs> You're female. It's fine. You focus yeah, in. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you focus in. Uh-huh. Okay. That didn't just happen. It's fine. It's fine. Well, uh, now, nah, but wait, I, I think I've got one. What? What if she comes in and she touches your stuff? Yeah, I don't care for that. But even further, like the, the one that I can think of that you guys probably will know what I'm talking about is if they get too into it too fast and they're making too many plans, you know, they're booking cabins. <laughs> I, <you> I, know. <laughs> I think that's a deal breaker for a lot of people though. I yeah. still don't understand what it is with women taking you to cabins. It's I like, don't either. It's like some Kathy Bates stuff. <laughs> right. It's misery. You gotta club, club your ankles and make you stay there. And I also don't like a long line of questioning. That's definitely a deal breaker for me. A lot of questions, too many plans, Well, uh, being, so, being around too much, uh, <laughs> talking a lot. 
Um, wow. Okay. So wanting to actually spend time with you, uh-huh. not leaving. Um, Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> not really. This is jokes. This is jokes. Any ladies out there who might, you know, want to give me attention? It's not all jokes. <laughs> it all has limits. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think if there's really under, you know, and it's interesting because you know there are people out there, you know, so let's go back to the food allergy thing, and it, there, you find ways around it, but like. My ex-wife, she's like, I'm a vegetarian. And I was like, you know what? I love you. I'll I'll figure it out. I love meat, but I will eat bacon. And, you know, I'll try Jeez. making stuff with the textured vegetable protein. I'll eat a steak every once in a while, but we're good. We split up, and she's like, do you know what's great? Bacon. And I was like, <sighs> what happened? Yeah. Who are you, yeah. and why did you cause all these problems? You know what's amazing? Barbecue. And I was like, I know, right? Oh, tried to tell to you me. for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, that's my whole life, loving barbecue, and you took it away for a time. You remember that? <laughs> remember that? <laughs> oh, God. You're going to cook? Oh, the house smells like bacon. I'm like, yeah, and it's Delicious. Awesome. I have another one all that right. this may sound like it's like, really? But... I went out with a guy that was fixed up by a friend, and it turned out that he did not drink at all. Hmm. And I don't mean to sound like I'm certainly not an alcoholic or anything like that, but a lot of the social things that my friends do revolve around wineries, breweries, yeah, having adult drinks together, that kind of thing. And when yeah. this guy didn't drink alcohol at all, not only did I feel like he'd be judging me every time I took a drink, <laughs> but also that would like rule out a lot of those things. Well, that seeing that to me goes to compatibility. Like you have yeah. to be compatible with somebody, and it's like shared interest. Now, it's not to say that you should be with somebody who's identical to you, but yeah, I mean, if you but, have nothing that you can common in. No, but the thing about the drinking, you know, I used to be, you know, a a fairly prolific drinker and now I don't drink and I don't have any problem moving through circles where people do, you know, not that I go out ever or do anything, but (laughs) if I were to do that, it's not, it's, it's not that big a deal because you can, you can have a seven up with a piece of lime and it looks like you're having a drink and nobody knows nothing about nothing what i have noticed not drinking and being around people who do is i like being the coherent person as people start to slur their words and as people are unable to drive i'm always able to drive i like being the guy who's that's great still got it together but i don't think that i'm lacking in any way out in in social you know settings other than i'm not drunk and people want you to be drunk with them but Sean, you've been under the pandemic stay-at-home order for most of your yeah. You're like a pandemic prepper. Yeah. So I mean, when things get back to normal, and if some girl you were interested in invited you to a winery, how yeah. would you feel about that? I would go if it was you know I, I'd go to because I don't have a problem with it. I told you guys I don't have right. a not drinking problem. I can start back drinking anytime I want. So. Um, <laughs> If if she were somebody that I was interested enough in to a leave the house and two <laughs> go to a winery, then I would take a couple sips of wine. You know, that ain't no big deal. I could do that. That wouldn't kill okay. me. It wouldn't throw me off of my whole thing I'm doing. But then you're so you're not totally against it. So but I'm this not person, against it. This person I went out with, he had a past with someone that made him very avert. 
Averged to it. (laughs) I don't know what the word is, but you you get what I'm saying. Wait a minute. Now you got me. Hold on. What what is she trying to say? Hold on. Uh, You have an aversion. aversion. He he was averse. He He was adverse. Okay. No. uh, Averse. Hold on. An aversion. (laughs) He was averse. Welcome to the the Get Up Show does grammar. (laughs) All right. Moving on. But anyway, so I'll tell you what, though. That's not an alcohol thing. That's a him thing that he has to work on. If he's blaming you for drinking because of a problem he had with another woman that ain't got nothing to do with alcohol you're Certainly. not her that's but you know. i wasn't i wasn't willing to work through those things with him i know he has also, to he's got sorry guy it. but also yeah no i hear what you're saying too it's like you sometimes let's put it this way you know if baby talk girl had been like the one like everything else was amazing but she also had a real big thing for Disney stuff, and that was another oh, one. So it was, like, it was her. Yeah. So, I mean, things started to add up, and then it's like that one last thing. You're like, no, I'm done. I can't, you know, I can't do that. Huh. Yeah. You know, we had a thing the other day on the show about everything was great until the first kiss. Have you guys ever had that happen? Yeah. Kind of. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say everything was great, but there was a part like I went out on a date with a person. I thought, yeah, he's kind of fun, you know, whatever. And then he tried to eat my head. So (laughs) (laughs) I I had I I hooked up with this girl one time and I I was very excited about it until she started kissing me and tried to mash her face through my face. Like, yeah. it was so hard. Like, it hurt. Like, it was like almost like my lips were about to bleed because she was like, I gotta kiss you so good. See, you guys are crazy. <laughs> I, I don't think that there's ever been a bad kiss necessarily. I mean, that, mm. a kiss is a kiss. Like I said, I attention know. is attention. I can send you to the guy and you can try him out and yeah. <laughs> report back. I'll try to figure out if I can find hard kisser and see if I can give you some give you a heads up. I think you'll change your mind. I re- I, <laughs> it's I re- possible. I remember she was blonde. That was there we go. So. Uh, okay, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> blonde lady who what? hard kisses. Let's see. Blonde female kisses. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, that's about the only one, though, that I remember where I was like, nah, this one isn't working. So what do you guys do? You guys have like when you go on road trips, do you have rules for road trips? Do you tell everybody you're not stopping? You, you better pee now because you're not getting another chance or no food in the car. Or did you grow up with that kind of thing? No, not really. I mean, I'm. <clears throat> I'm okay with if you got to go, you got to go. You guys have little girls though, and you had you had more issues with that when they were younger. I haven't I have really had to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, mine was kind of. She would always pick the wrong time. Like we would drive to D.C. and there's like a couple key stops on 29, and she would always wait till right afterwards when we were in a dead zone. <laughs> and she's like, "Daddy, I gotta pee," and it's like, "Ah, uh, great," you know. Well, our rule is always, and my my daughter is on board completely now, we don't stop. You're going to eat before we leave or after we get home, and you're going to pee before or after, and that's it. And she is so on board with it. She's such a cool kid. But you put anybody else in the mix, any variable, and they're stopping, and it kills me. And the other thing is the food in the car. You you don't allow food in your car? Not unless we got company, and then you have to break all your rules. You know, there's yeah. French fries and chips and, you know, Jolly Ranchers and 
Cracker Jell-O. Jacks and Jello <laughs> soup. and soup and flan, flan and spaghetti. Spaghetti, and you guys know what I'm talking about. Right. They got it all over the inside of the windshield, and it's in the sunroof, and it's in the, <laughs> the glove, glove, box. glove compartment, and and tire, the wheel well, center console. Wheel well, center console. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, yeah. but the coolest thing, the best thing about a road trip with a kid or with a, a group where you got new people is playing them your jams, your road jams. Because don't you guys have that list, like your playlist? When you get out of range of Simon and yeah, you right. get tired of flipping around through radio stations and then you go to your road jams. Yeah. Sometimes. What? You know, my new thing was the book on tape. I Come mean, on, it's, man. It's not on tape anymore. Do you want everybody in your car sleeping? I, honestly, here's the thing. At this point, the last long drive we went on, the kids immediately plug in. Yeah. And then it's my wife and I, and so we were like, well, I, and I had just, it was when I had just downloaded the Beastie Boys uh, audiobook, which is phenomenal, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we started listening to it, and it, it's great. Like, I'm, I'm kind of one of those people, I like to check out and just listen. And mm-hmm. I, I like that, because there's no t- sense of time. I find, like, when I listen to music, I, I know how long each song is, and, and then mm-hmm. I figure out how long I've, I've been listening, and it drives well, me that's- crazy. On a road trip with just your wife, just your family, that's one thing. But like one of my favorite things when we used to go on road trips with friends was what Sean was saying. Like, oh, hey, do you remember this song? Oh, I love this song. Yeah. You know, kind of pulling up, throwing them back and forth and pulling them out and and that kind of stuff. That and like my daughter now is a pretty major 12-year-old Who fan because I've mm-hmm. played for her all of the Who music that I own, and especially Who's Next, which, you know, it's got Bobo, Riley Won't Get Fooled Again, Behind Blue Eyes, Bargain, you know, all the good stuff. And mm-hmm. she knows them all by heart. And when I hear her singing along with Won't Get Fooled Again and knowing all the words, I'm like, super dad, come on. Look at that kid. But that came from road trips. And you say that it drives you crazy because of the, the passage of time during a song. I'm the opposite. If I put on who's next that's a fairly short album but i can get through that and boom that's nearly another hour gone okay so then what do i put on next maybe janice joplin's 18 greatest or something like that you know i do it by albums i gotcha yeah which is i always like to do it yeah i always liked when we had cds and like you know say i'm driving i'd give the passenger my cd case and see what they would pick like that that's was cool. always cool to- Ooh, yeah. that actually goes back to the deal breakers conversation did you, no, but did you ever, that would be a thing. It's almost like a test. Like, I remember I would go to start dating someone and I'd look through their music collection. Oh, yeah. sure. And like, <laughs> for sure, find stuff. And you're like, either this is great or, oh, no. Right? Oh, that reminds me of this girl I dated back in the day, G105 days. And she was 100% expose, pretty poison listener, you know. And I was Ooh. always a rock guy. And... So that was part of the deal breaker. The other one was that she um, was dating this other guy at the gym where she worked. Oh. <laughs> well, but it was really the music taste that did it. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's kind of a neat, and it's been so long. I mean, really, it's been forever. I can't remember the last time I went on a road trip with friends. That, that to me, is such a foreign concept at this point in my life. Yeah. But 
You know, I do like the idea of, you know, at, at any point possible, once my daughter was out of the Raffi stage, <laughs> when I was able to start playing her, like I like the Beatles or, you know, Elton John or David Bowie or like certain artists or Hendrix where I could kind of, I knew I could play him and it wasn't going to be offensive, but it was good music and whatever yeah. else. The other problem was, is that a lot of what I used to listen to was a hundred percent inappropriate for children. <laughs> Oh yeah. right! Like raging against a machine doesn't really fly. For yeah, but but you'll kids. have that time. You'll have that time with her when she when Where, you determine that she's old enough. You can play that stuff for her, and you guys will have that, and you'll well, know what I'm talking about. It's already happened where I had the opportunity to get her from school, and I pull up blaring Alice in Chains, <laughs> and she <laughs> and she's of course wildly embarrassed. But at the same time, you know, I let let everybody know, Dad rocks. I mean, that's what I, that's how this rolls. I want to tell y'all something to try on your next road trip. This is something that we do regularly. And I hate to say it, but since she's gotten into her phone and TikToks and things like that and her headphones, it's it's happening less. But we'll go through little areas, little side roads, and I'll give you an example. You go I-40 to 85 up to South Hill, Virginia, and you get on 58 up there to go to the Eastern Shore where I'm from to go out there to Accomack County and everything. It's it's a good little trip on 58 to cut across the state to get to the eastern part of Virginia to get across the bridge. So on 58, what we do is we just hit scan on the radio and just stick with whatever it lands on until we hear a DJ talk and until they give out a phone number. And we love to call little radio stations. And especially <laughs> if you're out on the road between nine and noon weekdays, you'll find a tradio going most of the time in oh, most God. little towns. Oh, oh, do the tell the thing about what you did that time when your family was in the car. That was, oh, that was one of my the favorites. one about the one about Taylor Swift or the one where I had the echo going. The uh, that you were going to double it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a stolen bit, but um. <laughs> Okay. So the guy, I, the guy had been doing his thing on the radio for a while, and I realized he was taking live calls because you could hear the little bit of reverb when he would answer the phone, and the other person's, you know, you could hear the the reverb in their phone. So I was like, "Oh snap! Here we go." Called him up, he answers, and I go, "Hello, I've got good news." And he goes, "Yes, sir. Go ahead." I've been listening. And I want to buy everything. <laughs> and, I want, and I want you to... Are you listening? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. I want you to take that price. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. I want you to take the price and double it. And when I said and double it, I was turning the volume up on my radio because we're live and everything I was saying was echoing more and more. So when I got to and double it, it went and double it and double it and double it and double it. And it went on for so long. I was like, is this guy ever going to hang up on me? And it went on for so long that it started feeding back on his end. And then he finally hung up. Uh, oh, I don't know why I love that so much. <laughs> and he still doesn't and know. Double it. And he still doesn't know what happened and why he didn't get all that stuff sold. <laughs> no, and it was back on one of our, it was like Thanksgiving trip, and he came out of it after he finally hung up on me. He said, well, 
that must have been Santa Claus. All right, caller, you're on there. Oh God, I love it so much. Yeah, but I, every time I find one of those, I call, and the the biggest disappointment is when they get high tech and they have a second person manning the phones, and they've got a phone screener. Ah, uh, the phone. Oh, screener. those are the worst. Well, that's when you just act really normal to the phone screener and then you get on the air. What I love is that... But it kills the momentum. Yeah, but what I love is that we're, you know, this is what we do. You know, like (laughs) our job is these guys. And we've all had that experience where we've been in studio and had people calling and and done that to us. Yeah. And I've reacted both ways. I've had, you know, very calm and fun ways of handling it. And there's the time where I was actually... (laughs) trying to accomplish something and getting nowhere and getting really frustrated. But I like that we, you know, I know that I can listen to a radio station and I can kind of figure out what's happening. Yeah. And I love that idea. Like, I want to call in requests too. Let me me tell you one that we used to do, and we would do this to various and assorted, but this was when I was working in Clarksville, Virginia at a station called 98 Rock. And this kid came on after me. God, I don't want to say too much. Jeez, he might be listening to this. But anyway... (laughs) He came on after me and he was up there doing his thing and having a good time. And so I got where I was going and I said, hey, everybody, come here. Here's what we're going to do. So I called him first. Hey, man, sounded good tonight. You really rocking tonight, man. Sounds like you're having a good time up there. Hey, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I just wanted to call and tell you. Oh, by the way, uh, you played a long song a little while ago. Uh, Were you taking a crap? (laughs) I didn't say it that way. I said it worse. So, and, and he goes, oh man, <laughs> and then I hung up. So then I give the phone to one of the girls, just give it a few minutes, give the phone to one of the girls. She calls up and goes, hey, how you doing tonight? You sound cute on the radio. Hey, by the way, you played a long song a little while ago. Were you taking a crap? <laughs> and, <laughs> and so everybody who was there during the course of like an hour or whatever, called this guy and did that to him to, until the last one, he goes, no, no, oh God, no, no. <laughs> oh God. It's it's just, when you hear it, you want to, like it makes you want to do it. Like it makes me want to mess with people. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. one, of these, one of these days when my key card doesn't work at Simon anymore and I have to find another job, I want to go back and work at some little small town radio station like in my hometown. I just yeah. I, I think it'd be great. That's exactly my plan because when I was over on the Eastern Shore the other day, I was listening to WESR, which I grew up on. It's called Weezer. Nice. Weezer only in Hancock, and uh, it's so small town. Like they'll break mm-hmm. in between songs to have a guy who owns a store tell you, you know, thanks for coming in and buying stuff at my store, oh, sure. and then the next song starts. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> I, I just love it. They do the tide reports. They do the radio. They do news every hour. Ugh. Our station now is just WAMW, but back in the day, it was WAMW and WFML. So that yeah. was the AM and the FM station. And so um, it's still the same call letters. And yeah, I would totally go back and work there and, and give the police report on the station like they used to do back in the day when I had to call them and ask them not to put it on there because my mom was going to... Be mad. And do you realize how <laughs> rad it would be to ha- work at WFML? Yeah. <laughs> think, think, think about that one for a minute. Yeah. Best rock hmm. station ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't mean that back then. <laughs> so do you guys think it's time now? This is kind of a weird place we're in because we know that the state is opening up. 
we're in phase two, a lot of stuff's going on, but a lot of people are sick. There's more people in the hospital than ever. And, and we're hearing more and more about things opening up. You just talked about a bar bill, like bars and gyms opening up. Is that going to yeah. happen? Uh, it was vetoed last time. They're trying to put more in place where they could really ensure that the crowd, like 50% occupancy and all that stuff. Yeah. So it just passed last day or so, um, okay. but it, it still has to pass uh, Cooper. Is it time for this? Because we're. I got another email. Our last neighborhood party was supposed to be food trucks and a, a dessert truck, and it got blown up through the rumor mill that it was going to be a live band and belly dancers and plate spinners and an elephant, <laughs> you know. And so it got canceled by the police. They're talking about doing another one now, but I don't know if it's time for that. I mean, I just feel like that for every day everything changes and it's hard to know what's real and what's not but the places that want to open that haven't been able to i really do feel like they need to go above and beyond to prove that it's okay for them to be open so if you cleaned this thing five times clean it ten if you you know put some extra i don't know pathways barriers whatever to keep people apart a little bit more but uh, people need it. We're losing our minds. You know, the one thing I for for all the people I know that have bars and stuff, God, I want them to figure out a way to open because you know, like my a buddy of mine runs Suds and Duds down on Walker, yeah, and he's able to open the laundromat now, but he can't open the bar aspect of it. So it's like but he's got all that parking lot. He could put tables out there, I, but they wouldn't let him. That's the question as to, I think that now they're starting to try to work on that. But the one that I really, God, I didn't realize how much I missed it, but I missed the gym. It sounds so stupid, but I'm not getting the exercise that this fatty needs walking my dogs. And it's hot. Come on. I I need some inside. I didn't know how expensive exercise equipment was. Oh, gosh, it's ridiculous. And I just... you make stuff all the time. You put your life in peril by trying to rebuild things that you have no business fooling with. Use some of that curiosity and that ingenuity to make yourself some workout equipment. My friend Jimmy Boone made weights at home. He's a beast. He's a build, rippled beast. Build yourself made, a, an American Ninja Warrior course in your backyard. It's too hot out there. He needs inside stuff. Basement. You, again, it's like, have you met my back? You know, I. it's just... I'm. That's the one thing. Like, I just want to be able to go and spend 30 minutes on a piece of exercise equipment and feel like I broke a sweat and feel like I maybe worked off one of the six beers I had. Yeah. Or, you know, like, because I don't want to not drink and I don't want to not eat bread, but I, because I love those things and they make me happy. I can't wait till you get back in the gym and then you immediately start complaining about clear throat guy or the oh the fart girl naked hair dryer guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, look, now I won't have to worry about the girl who farted on the treadmill because you know it, it's fine. She's gonna be six feet away. I won't smell it. She'll and, be a couple of treadmills down. And old clear throat. And I miss the hair drying guy. God, I would. I just need a little variety well, in my life. Guess what? I have a surprise for you. Turn oh, around. Hey, 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 Jim. What are you doing? Put that away. That's for your hair. Hey, uh, listen, if uh, if they do invite you to a neighborhood party and you plan on going, just be careful. Keep your distance more than you would anyway. We know how you are. But listen, thanks for listening to our podcast. Be sure that you subscribe and like it and tell your friends. Yes, please. Um, 
We were going to talk for just a second about our moment of silence for George Floyd that we did the other day because we felt like with this platform that we have with our big radio station that it was important to stand up because for us as privileged white people, as we, we told you about before, everything is new and uncomfortable and we don't understand, but we can stand up and say we hear you and we're with you and we understand that things aren't right. And if we can make people talk about it and feel it, then maybe we can help move things along. Sure. And that is the absolute point of any of this is just to open the conversation and to let people know that we want to hear what you have to say. So we're not political and it was never about politics. I've explained to a couple of people who came at us about it and that's fine. You're completely in this country. You have a right to your opinion. I wish mm-hmm. everybody had the same rights and that's what this conversation is about. But you have your right to your opinion. But I've told people who came at us about it. We didn't come at this from politics. This is completely from a place of love, and that's all it is about. So mm-hmm. if you think about it like that and love for all people, that's all we're about. For so sure. That's it for us this time. And I am going to go back. Jim and I are going to go dry our, <laughs> our hair. <laughs> all right. Hey, Jim. God, I'm next Jim. Next time. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.